RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are back at it again for a Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to connect. Looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. And uh, as always, uh, just one more revelation after the next in regards to the move away from the current petrodollar system and all the developments that uh, will continue to make the, uh, the airways, even though the West will do their best to try to distract and to you know create as much noise as possible to keep people's eyes off of what's really happening. And ultimately, it's, uh, it appears to be, and it's nothing new, of course, but uh, Russia looks to, I guess, check off another box in activating another nation uh, towards a, a unified network, a payment network, rather. So we're going to talk about that as well as a couple other subjects. But before I do so, I want to welcome any first-time viewers to the community. Welcome. Uh, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your voice be heard. And I want to make sure that I do my best to continue to remind people bit by bit, click the subscribe button as well as the bell notification, as you guys can see here, so that you'll be notified when we go live. You know, I do read a I do get a chance to read the comments. And a lot of people are saying that they're still not being notified. And so that's why I encourage people to make sure you plug into the Discord as well as the Telegram so you'll always be up to date with what's happening. So uh, let me check in real quick via the chat and then we will jump into some headlines and of course run a little bit behind due to you know my thoughts churning and I had to put together some thoughts on uh, in the form of visual aid. So I updated one. We'll dive further into it, but uh, welcome to the community for those that are new. All right, let me check in real quick. Uh, we got Simon checking in. Uh, says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. 100. MW checking in. We got Tim checking in as well. We got Jeff checking in. Uh, we got uh, was that Cynthia checking in as well. Uh, what else we got here? We got Johnny from Palms Desert, California. We got Jay. We got Norman from North Carolina. Uh, we got uh, Shaska. I'm not, if I'm not saying that incorrectly. Hello from Moscow. How you doing, my friend? Um, and if that's the case, it says uh, 80, you know, talking about the ruble exchange for the dollar. So it looks like, you know, 83 rubles for $1, I guess, as of today. And a week ago, it was 143 to a dollar. So definitely the uh, Russian ruble due to recent activity over there, it's uh, doing, it's getting a bid as far as uh, it's strengthening in comparison to other assets or other currencies, rather. I wonder if that has anything to do with the not newfound payment structure that uh, is coming out of that region. So uh, definitely curious to hear what's happening. Uh, let me know what's happening in your neck of the woods. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's good to have uh, fellow brothers and sisters from other nations. So uh, Shashka, feel free to call in if you're able to, or just chime in with more insights as to what's happening in the ground in Russia uh, in particular, because we would definitely love to get some fresh inside information. So appreciate you for joining us. All right, we got Will Smith from Houston, Gary checking in, Taylor Soul checking in as well. We got Clayton checking in from Philly. Appreciate you, man. So, all right, let me just uh, jump right into it. Uh, actually, let me, because as always, I am scrambling last minute as, you know, the thoughts churn and I try to put together something in the form of a visual aid to just further highlight uh, what I'm trying to get across. But I want to make sure I add to the mix uh, some things to point back to because... As I always say, everything we're hearing, it's old news to the east, but new, new, new news to the west. And they try to spin it to the where it makes it look like, uh, you know, once again, they're making it seem as if, you know, Russia's completely crumbling. I doubt that that's the case one entirety. So well, we'll touch on that. But let me just jump right in and share the visual aid that I uh, put together. So here we go. Uh, let me 
move this out the way and zoom in just a little bit here. So this right here uh, symbolizes a lot all at one. I'm going to do my best to try to spin through it, but I think it tells a good story in and of itself. But yet we have a light switch to the far left. And so this is a, uh, a, a re reenactment of a prior visual aid I did a while ago, well before all this Russia stuff jumped off, talking about any moment, the bricks in particular, somebody would cut on a switch and activate the next form of some payment structure. And it looks like we have that officially underway now, despite what we're hearing from the Western media talking about uh, the Russian, what is it, the Putin price was it the Putin pump price hike or something like that? We're going to touch on that in a minute. But anyway, real quick, we're going to go through this. And, of course, I'll add more to it as the days unfold. But this is just, you know, last minute. But here we got a light switch to the far left. And that light switch here, we have, you know, basically two forces at work there. We have what, look, what looks like now a Russian-led uh, force at the very top. And then, so you see Putin standing in the middle calling the shots. You see a gold bar behind him. And then all of a sudden, on a new side of things, you see over his right shoulder, you see the Russian ruble. And over his left shoulder, you see the Indian rupee. So that's a, a, a new check mark that I'm going to get to in a moment. But then again, it's a on, on switch. And beneath that, we have the petrodollar system, G7 nations, predominantly led by the uh, United States of America primarily, or the Anglo-American Anglo deep state bankers or cabal, as I put it all in one, one context. But uh, from the light switch, we have three primary uh or, or currents rather currents is you know, we have two currents and one that's drawn uh one is not activated or has been turned off so i'll zoom in here but as you guys can see here we have two currents coming from the russia side of things basically activating what will appear to be alternative forms of payment and of course this has a lot to do with the digital structure that's underway and the interconnecting of the payment structures using the card services as well as, as well as the interconnectivity of their banks mm -hmm. through some type of blockchain network type of or ordeal but here we have the BRICS infrastructure, which, uh, as of right now, Russia has stepped to the forefront to lead the charge. And, of course, Russia has jumped on with the current merger of the MIR and the chip payment structure. So I'll put a check mark above the Chinese blockchain merger technology collaboration between Russia and China. And then just as of right now, it's being announced, but it's old news, in my opinion, because the infrastructure, I think, is already set up. But as you guys can see to the right here, beneath here, we have India. And I put a check mark on India because it's made mainstream news now as far as there being a current towards China of activity. And now what will soon be a current towards India officially put out there. And then underneath that, you guys see the petrodollar that's not doing too well right now. And so from the petrodollar side, we have an X over that reflecting that there's no as of right now, there's minimum or there's no current flowing of energy rather or need or usage of the petrodollar system, and then it's an X, as you see this red line going towards the light bulb, reflecting the idea of cutting on a light, cutting on a light switch. And by cutting on the light, I'm referring to, of course, you know, the the use of currency swaps as well as the use of the digital interoperability networks is formulating on that side. But yet, as you guys can see, there's an X going right through it, reflecting no current flowing. And it's not a part of this whole light structure because we have two primary uh, currency or currents right here, electronic currents flowing into this blockchain uh, based system slash network payment system. And it leads to basically the, the thought of Russia is activating one nation at a time. And so we have China first. Now we have India. Then the next question is, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. 
which country is next. We have South Africa or we have Brazil before some announcement is made in reference to the collaboration of their payment structures uh, moving forward. And where this is heading to is quite obvious. As you guys can see here, those five different payment structures. And of course, Russia is over here. And there's, you know, dozens of other countries that are quietly on the friendly country list that would also be connected to this payment structure at some time. But as of right now, which country would be next? Because in my opinion, barring something happening between now and the time all four of those other nations are activated, uh, there runs the risk of there being some type of an event. And that event would be something that would you know either sever those ties or uh, you know, try to try to backpedal on this progression towards uh, some Eastern collaboration. And so that's just more things to pay, pay attention to. And while I'm rambling real quick, let me, for those that might be new to this whole idea here of, you know, the payment network being activated, this stems from some other visual aids that I've shared before referring to some information that was put out there from alternative media space, just referring to how uh, the interoperability, of the systems primarily led by the BRICS payment structure. And this information is actually public knowledge according to the BRICS Business Council white papers that is out there if you look at them. But here we got, you know, we got the Rupay, we got the Mirror, which is the Russian system. We got Latin American Plus. We got the PASA, which is the African network, Union Pay, which is Chinese. And it is all connected through some type of router cloud system. And of course, you guys all want to probably talk about XRP Stellar and Hyperledger, all those other you know, World Economic Forum, you know, led <laughs> corporations. But yet this is just the interoperability of those systems that's underway. And it looks like, you know, Russia and India might be looking to collaborate a lot sooner than, you know, we all thought. But as you guys can see here, it's just a matter of flicking on a switch. I'm sure the infrastructure is already built out. And then this right here just goes back to what that looks like. You know, once all five are activated, you know, then we're you know, really going to see some interesting fireworks. So this is just that little visual aid demonstration. And what is this all about? Let's just get to the nitty gritty. Uh, let me make sure I got the right one here. So uh, we have uh, a article from Mint, a couple headlines here, roughly saying the same thing. But as of today, and of course, this is just one of many stories, but I pay attention to this just because this is you know, in reference to the rethinking a dollar or de-dollarization process. But uh, it says, deeply disappointing, U.S. criticizes India on Russia talks as Lavrov visits New Delhi today. And so, of course, the West going to spend any way they can. But while, according to Western media, Russia is hurting and like unbelievable. Their financial matters, their da 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 whatever, you know, Biden's out there spilling. You know, we got Lavrov traveling to other nations, basically helping activate those systems that they've been working on for quite some time now. And just more information here. I'll let you guys read through that. But just want to highlight some of the you know things that are not going to be really touched on much. And then here's another one here. Let me get scroll down here. It says, how can the rupee ruble payment scheme work? How it will help India know all about it. So here's more information here in that video. And then the very last headline here I'll touch on. It says, India, Russia, explore a ruble payment scheme to, as it says here, and this is from the West, to bypass war. So of course, there has to be a valid reason as to why they're doing this, other than the fact that the world's moving away from the petrodollar system. But yet, what better excuse, what better way to shove or distract people from the main uh, you know, reason by throwing into the bypass war side of things. But, you know, of course, war and the geopolitical conflict in that region between Ukraine and Russia is just a cover up. 
that I'm more than confident that the West is in on. <laughs> so this is all a part of a bigger plan. And it has a lot to do with the, the agenda. As I always talk about how more people now are coming out talking about the new world order. And when you have Russia and China talking about their democratic multipolar new world order, it's like, but still it's a new world order and it has nothing to do with giving us more freedom. It's heading towards a digitization of our entire lives even more so. So how new is that? Uh, not sure. Anyway. Okay. Uh, and also I have a video I want to share. Pulling it as we speak and then I will play it and we can touch on it after the fact. So here is the video. Check this oh, out. It may quick. be a bit late for that. Uh, I remember talking to an Australian diplomat at one point about this break between the US and China and said, you know, both sides are going to say, whose team are you on? Mm. And he said, our job is to make sure the question never arises. But the question has arisen. And so I think we have to go deeper. And it's not about the US versus China. It's about what underpins a world order is always the financial system. Mm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. Whoo, there you have it. That's the only way a, the way a world order, the world order financial system is dependent upon a new world order that's in collaboration. And of course, digital blockchain is the way towards that. And they're talking about a digital constitution, digital, digital, digital. So believe me, they would not be on that lady would not be on stage talking about how excited she is to head into this blockchain based future. Had there not been the advent and the excitement and enticement of people being lured into thinking that this is going to be some type of way to save them from uh, the digital enslavement that was already planned. So I thought I would just bring that to your attention because a lot of buzzwords were said in there. But, you know, it's just I'll let you chew on that just so you know that behind all this decentralized talk, behind all this, you know, certain projects are paving a way for all this digital freedom. Believe me. There's a plan for that as well. And so let me just jump on. So here is the let me add this real quick. This is the World Government Summit that's taking place. It just finished up two days ago. And more than likely, 
if you were not looking for this type of information, you knew nothing about this gathering of what would be considered world oligarchs, as well as representative from a variety of countries in the Middle East to talk about how the world governments will use blockchain to further enslave humanity. And it goes well beyond just currency. That's just a primary tool that they'll use. But the interconnectivity of it to our health, our everyday life, and every aspect of the, from the moment we wake up to time we go to bed, well beyond what it is now. And so I just wanted to bring that to your forefront, just so people can realize that, you know, while you're cheering for your certain crypto project, remind you, you know, most of them that are designed to succeed in this transition, they're in bed with these same individuals. So, you know, if you're a stakeholder towards your own demise, you know, hey, hey, you know, it's part of the equation. Some people do it, some people don't, but to each his own. But here, uh, just I'll thumb through this real quick. It says uh, World Government Summit 2022 to feature 15 global forums to tackle future challenges. What do you think those future challenges are? I imagine they have a lot to do with how to maintain control and further, uh, you know, siphon off our freedoms and our liberties. And it talks about a digital. She talked about a digital constitution. Imagine that a digital constitution, because if everything is interoperable and operable and, and, and connected in real time all the time, uh, I had imagined there's going to be the need to do away with our current constitutions that they just null and void now anyway, because they don't really pay much attention to it. But for whatever it was worth, this new one is coming. And I always say once the court, you know, even Trump mentioned about, you know, packing the courts, they're going to pack the courts once they pack the courts, meaning. Add one or two or three more people on there. This extremely left, liberal, young global leader, you know, you know, allegiance pledging people. They're going to find a way to dis- they're going to find a way to disassemble any type of documentation from yesteryears that talks about we the people having inalienable rights from God, and they're going to throw something else at us in the form of we need to come together on a digital global. Uh, agreement on how to use technology to further help people and include people and da, 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 all those words. That is the world order that they have in play going from the analog world into the digital world and making that the primary focal point of all of our lives. So yeah, it's just what it is, but I will probably dive in more of this. I literally just grabbed this off the surface because that video sparked my interest. But uh, beyond that, we can just talk about this and I'll open the phone lines. Uh, so it looks like Brandon, pretender and thief, wants to basically open up reserves of our country and deplete it to its entirety while talking about encouraging and incentivizing companies to use land that's been dormant in order to make it fruitful or they'll have to pay the price for it. And if you are a company that's just making revenue to pay your bills, pay your shareholders, then you need to lessen that and do more for the human rights because it's patriotic and it's your American duty to help America in this type of environment. And I can go on and on and on, but you guys know where this is heading, but you know, he did say I am a capitalist. That's what he said. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, been completely ah, anyway. So let me talk here. So Biden lists four ways he plans to respond rising gas prices because of get this Putin's price hike. Why not point the blame on the arch enemy of humanity, Putin. I guess that fits very well. Okay, let me just thumb through this real quick and I'll start ranting, open the phone lines. Uh, as always, for those tuning in, definitely you know, show you some love, hit the thumbs up button and uh, just be a blessing to the community if you don't mind. Let me see if I can grab some of those facts here because I didn't, I just caught the headline. I didn't go through it, but I pretty much summarized, you know, the four ways he's planning on doing it. But just, just listen to him. 
because of Putin's war of choice, less oil is getting to America to, to, to the market, and the reduction in supply is raising prices of fat pumps for the American. President Biden is committed to doing everything in his power to help American families who are paying more of their out of their pocket. Right. So gas prices were almost doubled, almost doubled since his administration was brought to be. But yet, how convenient is it to blame Russia? It says, however, after Ukraine launches invasion on Ukraine, they have soared to over four dollars and twenty cents. How about you open up what we already have? Open up some pipelines and you know, just do some things that you deliberately undid. Anyway, I can go on and on and on. I'm not gonna waste my time. But anyway, uh, you guys see what's going on. So once he opens up the reserves for our country, talk about draining at least one third of it or taking it down to one third, it'll never be it'll never be replaced. Basically, is what I'm getting to. And so my personal opinion, open up our emergency reserves for our own energy will probably last for a very short stint in regards to what Putin is able to do with the with the with the he it appears that what's happening out east with the use of the ruble now and other payment networks as ways of paying for energy. I had imagined Russia can outlast from an energy standpoint a lot further than we could here off our reserves. So give it six, give it 12 months. Don't know how long that was. Those reserves may last. It might bring the pumps down, you know, 50 cents, 30 cents or something like that. But when it runs out and the agenda of going green with the, with the build America back better plan and going, you know, eliminating all carbon footprints, they'll have no incentive to replenish our reserves. Therefore our country will literally go through a, a crisis at that time, even more so, and imagine what the excuse is going to be at that time. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a deliberate way of depleting our resources in a form of energy so that they can escalate this thing to the next level, next level, next level. You know, just until they completely drain and destroy this entire country. This is That's the only way I can see this going. But this is a part of the plan. You own nothing because if you can't power your car, if you can't light your house and do everything for your house, then you won't really own anything. Makes sense, don't it? Okay, enough of me ranting. Let's talk. Feel free. Open up the phone lines. Uh, let me get some things here. So as always, I want to make sure I continue to remind people, if you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button as well as hit the notification bell so that you will be plugged in and uh, you can join the community and share your two cents. Once again, it's the People's Talk Show. Not much of a show if you ain't got nobody to talk to. So let's have it. Give me a call, 313-462-0027, and I'll uh, jump on that question if I can. Uh, Dog Will Hunt says Biden released nine days of oil. This will only weaken the U.S. Okay, so if that strategic reserves is only good for nine days, if I'm not, you know, if I'm reading that correctly, then yeah, that's you know even more trouble, even faster. Uh, Christopher says you already own nothing. Uh, figuratively speaking, uh, I can see where you're going for going with that, but once again, and this goes into the spiritual essence of things. You know, you really don't want to own anything overall. You, I just want to have access to it. So having a roof over my head, car, whatever, whatever, I really don't own those things. I know. And that's where the spiritual essence of things come into play, because if the Lord owns the earth and everything in it, therefore, I'm just using his resources. So it's OK if he, if he pulls something from me, if he add to me, I'd rather go that route than solely being dependent upon myself. Because I can't cut it. I just know I can't cut it, especially in, in an environment that's coming. I'm going to need access to the kingdom. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. One more again. How TV, you doing? Doing good, man. We'll see you, Mike. Give me a quick thought. Oh, uh, with the strategic oil reserve, it, it only opens up 
up that strategic for nine days, close to nine days. Okay. Um, but he, Biden isn't, isn't doing it for us. He's putting that oil on, on the market in Europe. We're, we'll receive no benefits for that. Oh, hell. Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it, it's even worse because we don't get we don't control our oil. Uh-huh. And Shell and and Chevron and all those guys control the oil. Yeah, they put it in reserve. He can pull out the reserve, but he can't. He can't say who pumps what and how much how much goes to the U.S. How much goes? No, that's independent. Yeah, that's what Venezuela's people have the right to their oil. We don't have the right to our oil. Yeah. Okay, well, that right there definitely puts us in a much more dire situation than I was, you know, highlighting it as. So, appreciate you for adding some clarification to that for me. The the other thing is, um, with um, uh, I've got a friend who visited uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. and they came back to me and told me that gas was uh, 0.43 per liter mm-hmm. and now it's 218 but they also said it was they went to an international price so what that tells me is that um they the, russia and them um, is a non-opec nation they call them the opec plus right and and there's a difference between opec plus and uh uh opec okay so russia is part of the opec plus sounds like the opec plus is taken over from opec mm. We Biden has nine thousand contracts. He said it today, and I, I'm not exactly sure, but they have land patents for like nine thousand oil wells just waiting to be drilled. And, and if you could just drill those oil wells, we'd have the oil. You know why they don't drill those oil wells? Why not? Be- because it's it, every time they drill, they lose money. Mm, okay. We are losing. We started out so high. We were so high on the on the food chain when it, when we were pumping the oil. Yeah, we were number one in in exporting, but we consumed half of what we export. Yeah. So now we're to the point where we we stopped all that because we're nobody. Everybody went bankrupt. The, the shell industry went bankrupt. Of course, the shell industry is junk anyway. Right. But they went bankrupt. And now it's to the point where they were just giving away contracts. You just pump them. Just keep, just keep pumping the oil. And people are like, I'm losing money. Every time I put a, a rig down in the ground, yeah. I'm getting less and less money. And the people that were backing them, the banks that was backing them, mm. is no longer backing them. Right. That's why those contracts Ooh. are sitting there. Yeah. And then you factor in that new uh, BlackRock, Larry Fink, ESG. We're not going to fund you unless it's clean. We're not going to allow you to you know, borrow no more from us. We're going to shut you down type of talk. Uh, yeah. Well, well, the, the attitude that we need to take with as far as the ESG, go ahead, try it. Good luck with that. Good luck in trying to pr- plug in your Tesla with a one twenty volt, uh, one twenty volt plug. <laughs> how, is, how are how are these steamships? How are these ships that are coming from China going to get over to the United States when they use diesel? Right, right. Hey. Good luck with. That. Good, good, good point, That's man. That's the attitude we need to take. Hey, appreciate you, man. As always, for bringing some more light to the to the conversation, man. All right, take care. Yeah, good points. All good points, Mr. TB made, man. So yeah, that's uh that's some real news out there, people. Um, Amina says, please check out the Belt and Road. Uh, Brendan O'Connell has the details. Amina, I will definitely do that. Uh let me appreciate the love offering as well. Let me uh Brandon O'Connell, let me uh pull it up, Mr. Brendan, rather. I'm sorry, Brendan O'Connell. Belt, let me see, belt and road and see what pops up real quick and definitely i'll do some more diving down some rabbit holes brendan o'connell uh is about china let me see here so i'll grab 
Let me see here. So it looks like Mr. O'Connell has a YouTube channel, so I'll check him out. But I appreciate you for bringing that to our attention. And I will jump on that. Let me see here. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, let me get some more calls. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Steve, how you doing, my friend? Good, good, good. Hey, the first thing I, the first thing I want to say is, hey, TV, if you haven't done so, get out to that flea market down there and, and grab all your family stuff that needs to be gotten there for you, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, the second thing is, um, uh, I sent you two videos there. Okay. Um, uh, in, in your queue there. All right, Economic Ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one and that one talks about uh, there's a I guess there's a there's a train thing going on. It, it, it's like a five or seven minute video. Uh huh. But there's a train or there's a train situation going on mm-hmm. uh, where uh, it has to do with corn or grains mm-hmm. being shipped via corn. I mean via via train that aren't getting out fast enough. And yeah. it's backing up the system that's not even being talked about, you know, <laughs> versus okay. trucks and everything else. Fair. So that's a pretty good video. Okay. Uh, so I'll you can see how that's going to create problems. So yeah. if you can drop that into the queue. And the other one was um, uh, that Hagman report. Yeah. Operation Sandman. Operation Sandman. Right. It, it, it might. Doesn't it sound like Alpers? Operation Sandman is taking place right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna. I, I, so I've been start, starting it. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, Go you ahead. know, dipping, dabbling in that. I'm gonna definitely, uh, you know, dive further and then talk about it more on my side as well because I think it's gonna be, you know, important. So appreciate you for reminding me, man. Yeah, hey, 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 no problem. Yeah, if you can drop that in, if you can drop that into the queue, uh, also for the guys. Uh, but yeah, basically, that video, from what I understood out of it is that Russia, China, and all, all the rest of these countries, mm-hmm. you know, probably up to like 160 countries or whatever it may be, yeah. a day of their choosing mm-hmm. are going to pull the plug right. on the dollar. Right. So it's already a predetermined a predetermined date for all this. So, yeah, man. Hey, but appreciate you, man. All right. Who's next? According to you know with the BRICS nations, of course, because they're ultimately activating the BRICS outright. So will it be South Africa? Will it be Brazil or what? So I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on that. But uh, you know, time will tell. But it's 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 something that's occurring, to say the least. And that's the thing; most of the people are not even aware of. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's low blood pressure, Corpus Christi, Texas. How you doing today, Mike? LBP, doing good, man. What's on your mind? That's it, Mike. You know, the dollar's done. People need to start, all the stackers, we need to start looking at second citizenship, see what moves we're going to make. And, and, and uh, you know, because it might not, we might have to rethink our nationality, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, that's definitely a different way of looking at it, rethinking our nationality. <laughs> Look, Mike, yeah. it's going to get to the point where a daily, a day's labor is going to be barely enough to keep yourself alive you know when, when yeah. things are like that mike it's not even worth showing up to work anymore the stackers are gonna have to uh, uh build everything back up and i don't know if i want to build it back up here in america mike yeah and, and the thing is will you have the freedom to build it up because along with that will come other 
digital inclusive uh, actions, whether it be, you know, your, your social credit score on top of that, your finances all together, your health records together and everything about you in one type of database on some blockchain by some entity, which you got to you got to qualify to be able to participate in society the way things are heading. So um, living in the woods or living in the jungle somewhere off grid might be the best place for it at time. <laughs> You know, if that's uh, you know, where the Lord leads you, man. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. you know, not not like the guy Yakama or wherever he's from, the guy that always calls in. Uh -huh. You don't you don't gotta go there, you know. But have a plan B. You know, there's some there's some great channels out there that talk about a plan B. Yeah, and and us stackers, we're gonna have the power to do that. So it's yeah. best to start thinking about it now, right? Before you know that yeah. that to be like, oh, what do I do now? You know, right? I agree, man. 100%. So, we would, you know, as we move forward, as always, I'm open from the, from the community to talk about things like that just so we can try to cover as much ground as we can. But ultimately, it boils down on, you know, your spiritual uh, foundation because God will, you know, definitely direct you where you need to go. So the worst thing to do would be jump out there on your own out of fear and sink a lot faster rather than just being patient and waiting on the Lord to guide you so you can have some a better chance. So, um, but that's my two cents, man. But, hey, appreciate you, LB. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, be good. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is the coolest guy in Yashkaba. <laughs> the coolest guy. What's going on, man? Give me a quick thought. Hey, Mike. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Give me something quick if you don't mind. Yeah, no. I'm uh, actually I'm in Progresso, and yesterday I received my four year. Uh, citizenship to stay in Mexico. Oh, so I don't know if you have any questions with that, and I'd be happy to answer. It was mm. a smooth process. Uh, yeah. The paperwork was filled out. I paid the guy uh, 56 or 5,200 pesos, which is about, I don't know, honey, you know how much it is? Anyway, 5,200 pesos. Yeah. And uh, we walked in, and uh, it was over. You know, they, they it was done. Yeah. <laughs> so it was not very complicated. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I definitely am curious. And so, you know, for a sake of time, it'll, t it'll probably take a lot, lot longer to get the full details, but we'll say that for another day. But um, definitely, I'm sure people will be interested in finding out that. So we might have to connect off air or connect on air or something like that. Give us a full, full rundown, man. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to help if anyone has uh, any questions on uh, moving to Mexico, at least uh, from my perspective. Yeah. Um, so you, you're, you're, you're in a Telegram group too, right? You're in a Telegram group. Yes, I am. So yeah, definitely. I encourage my you guys to connect too. there, and you guys can you know participate there. Are you on, are you on a Discord community as well, or or no? Am I in what? Are you in the Discord, the RTD Discord page as well? Um, no, I'm not. Because if you were, that would be a good way to just connect with people, and people could ask you questions directly from there. So, um, but we sure. will connect on a different day, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, one thing I wanted to discuss the conversion from the to gold to the ruble and uh, five thousand rubles for a gram. Mm -hmm. That's significantly less than what the uh, spot price is going for. Right. Now, I reached out to someone. And he told me he thinks that this is going to break the COMEX finally, but it's kind of because the price of Russia is going to be, you know, stated. Mm -hmm. It's a thousand. So this is really interesting yeah. what's going on here tomorrow. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it's like so close. I don't know if you have any opinion on that, but it doesn't look like Russia's backing down. They've started to move their oil mm-hmm. um, away from the West. Like shipping, I was looking at the international shipping of oil, and we're past different than it used to be. Yeah, I know. Any opinion on this? Uh, so I, I've mentioned because it's still early to to really get a full understanding of what they're doing, but just the mere fact that Putin talking about making the ruble the primary mechanism or gold and then followed by that bitcoin is a game changer now by the russian central by the russian central bank getting back into the gold market by buying gold and them giving it a price well below the western spot market i think that'll somehow some way prove out to help those that use that method because if they can usually if they can use a ruble or use a discounted gold in a sense to get gas it, they'll probably get more bang for their buck at, at some point somehow some way to where it'll be eventually be a no-brainer to use that method because as i've mentioned from the guy who interviewed the other day saying that you really can't default anywhere go on the uh on on the was it on the few on the oil side or the gold side because it's not necessarily fully redeemable as of yet so it's basically they're interoperable with gold or oil because they are being used as money right now for russia so it puts putin in a win-win type of a situation so we'll i'll dive further as i further understand it but uh you know, the fact that gold is mentioned amongst rubles, that's definitely something different. Because to my knowledge, no nation has succeeded in trying to pull nothing like this off in the last, you know, 50 plus years of the petrodollar system. So we'll see what's up the West Sleeve or or this is a part of this transition anyway. So, um, but hey, we'll, well see, man. I hope, I, hope, I hope we can make it till next week without this false that could potentially start World War III. Yeah. And I'm serious when I say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, man. But hey, I appreciate you calling, man. We'll definitely plug in and, and connect more because I'm curious to get some details on that uh, citizenship stuff. So appreciate you. Thank you. You guys take care. Be good. Yeah, boy. Okay. Well, that is all she wrote for the day. Wanted to check in, plug in, share my two cents on some things, and more importantly, always be able to point you guys back to just you know more details as to how things are unfolding with some visual aids i think these are you know good tools to get people to think and try to process stuff and of course i'll add more to it but uh if anybody's interested in downloading this and sharing it or dissecting it i'm gonna put this in the telegram and in the discord you just click and download it and share it if you guys like and you know basically help more people plug into this type of information because you don't hearing this you know on the mainstream and so at this point you can't really trust much you hear which is what you hear from people who read teleprompters but uh, anyway, that's all she wrote for today. Be blessed, be safe, and uh, as always, man, I want to make sure you guys know that you know Jesus is King is on the throne. Everything's gonna work out fine, regardless of how it might look or feel. You know, we know the long time side of things. You know, because despite all this new world order stuff, we have an eternal world order that's at play as well. So, uh, just stay prayed up, get your weight up, get your calories up, do everything you can, but ultimately put it in the, hand, in the hands of the Lord. Anyway, people, gotta run. Be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace. The next recession. Recession. Recession will be. Will be a recession. We're going to hit a recession. The date of the next recession. A, a U.S. only recession typically lasts eight to ten months. A, a crash is coming now, whether it's six months from now, 12 months, 36 months, no one knows. If, if you have the right plan to set up, uh, you can you can make a lot of money from this.